Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Resuming after the weekend with our English reading section. Uh, in this segment, we'll be reading the book Speeches That Changed the World. It's by Alan J. Whitaker. Uh, and the speech that we will be reading is the last of this section, uh, The Old World. And this speech is from 1919. It's by Vladimir Ilyich Lenin. He speaks of constructing the socialist order. Uh, we identify Russia as, you know, when we say Russia, the first thing that comes to our minds is socialism. And yes, the mafia second. And uh, But anyways, uh, so how this socialism got its start, uh, we'll see in this address. It's the address to the first Congress of the Communist International. And it's dated 22nd of March, not 22nd, but actually 2nd of March, 1919. So let's read a little bit about Vladimir, who, who he was as a person. Vladimir Ilyich Lenin, originally uh, Ulenov. Uh, it's so hard to pronounce Russian names, but they must be saying the same about our names. Anyways, let's go on. Uh, Vladimir Ilyich Lenin was born in Simbrisky, Russia in 1870 and studied law at Kazan State University, a Marxist revolutionary. Uh, Lenin was exiled to Serbia from 1897 to 1900. He became the leader of the Social Democratic Workers' Party and after the overthrow of Tsar, Tsar Nicholas, uh, in March 1917, returned to St. Petersburg from Zurich and urged his followers to seize control from the provisional government led by Alexander Kerensky. Lenin marshaled the Bolshevik forces and captured government buildings, the Winter Palace in St. Petersburg, and finally all of Moscow. Lenin headed the Russian Communist Party, formerly the Social Democratic Workers' Party. But the Bolsheviks performed poorly in the election of a constituent assembly and had to seize power by force. The Bolsheviks uh, executed the Tsar's family and sought peace with Germany, giving up sovereignty to 1.3 million square miles of land in the Treaty of Brest-Litovsk. News of the Russian Revolution reverberated all over the world and resonated with workers in England, France, Germany, and America. In March 1919, Lenin addressed the first Congress of the Communist International advocating the Soviet system's dictatorship of the proliterate. Okay, let's start with, um, with the speech. This seems like a really... Uh, violent and um, uh, violent and uh, terrorist kind of a person. Uh, but anyways, let's see what his ideas are. On behalf of the Central Committee of the Russian Communist Party, I declare the first Congress of the Communist International open. First, I would ask all present to rise in tribute to the finest representatives of the Third International Karl Liebingst and Rosa Luxemburg. Comrades are gathering 
Our gathering has great historic significance. It testifies to the collapse of all the illusions cherished by bourgeois Democrats, not only in Russia but in most developed capitalist countries of Europe. In Germany, for example, civil war is a fact. The bourgeois are terror-stricken. At the growing workers' revolutionary movement, this is understandable if we take into account that the development of events since the imperialist war inevitably favors the workers' revolutionary movement and that the world revolution is beginning and growing in an intensity everywhere. The people are aware of the greatness and significance of the struggle now going on. All that is needed to find the practical form to enable the proletariat to establish its rule. Such a form is the Soviet system which the dictatorship of the proletariat dictatorship of the proletariat until now these words were Latin to the masses thanks to the spread of the Soviets throughout the world this Latin has been translated into all modern languages a practical form of dictatorship has been found by the working people the mass of workers now understand its thanks so Thanks to Soviet power in Russia, thanks to the Spartacus League in Germany and to similar organizations in other countries, such as, for example, the Shop Stewards Committee of Britain, all this shows that a revolutionary form of the dictatorship of the proletariat has been found that the proletariat is now able to exercise its rule. Comrades, I think that after the events in Russia and the January struggle in Germany, it is especially important to note that in other countries too, the latest form of the workers' movement is asserting itself and getting the upper hand. Today, for example, I read in an anti-socialist newspaper a report to the effect that the British government had received a dedication from the Birmingham Workers' Council and had expressed its readiness to recognize the councils as economic bodies. The Soviet system has triumphed not only in backward Russia but also in the most developed country of Europe, in Germany and in Britain, the oldest capitalist country. Even though the bourgeois are still raging, even though they may kill thousands more workers, victory will be ours. The victory of the worldwide communist revolution Revolution is a short comrades. I extend hearty greetings to you on behalf of the Central Committee of Russian Communist Party. I move that we elect a presidium. Let us have nominations. This was a very short speech and it's just it 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 didn't resonate that much with me. I guess I don't like socialism, so I was kind of biased from the beginning. Um, anyways, it just speaks, it doesn't give any logic or anything, it just speaks, oh, we're powerful, we're getting powerful all over the world, look at us, we're so great. Anyways, that's how I felt about it, but I mean, there might be a, another a, other people who are, who are fans of socialism, so they might have other views. Uh What happened later on, uh, the author narrates, in 1922, after the end of the Russian Civil War between the Bolsheviks, Reds, and the anti-Bolsheviks, Whites, the Union of Soviet Socialists Republic was formed in April 1922. Joseph Stalin was elected General Secretary of the Communist Party. 
The following month, Lenin suffered the first of several strokes that would eventually claim his life in January 1924, although he warned the party in his final will and testament to remove Joseph Stalin from power. Stalin survived Lenin's criticism from the grave and outmaneuvered and gradually purged the Communist Party of his political rivals, including Trotsky. In 1924, the Soviet Union adopted a constitution based on the dictatorship of the proletariat and the public ownership of land and all means of production. The revolution was complete. So that's the end of an era. In our next episode, um, we're going to start the era of 1920 to 1939. It's that era uh, the author titles as Between the Wars. Till then, uh, we shall meet again. Uh, Hope you have a nice progressive life. Project, I hope Project Progress is bringing some sort of progress in your life. And I do hope that it does bring lots of progress in my life as well. Uh, Adios for now.